It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. My name is Tom Scarda, and I am a franchise advisor, coach, consultant, and I match people with franchises based on skills, personality, goals, kind of like the e-harmony of business is what I like to call it. I can't wait to the day when e-harmony says we're matching people in relationships like the Franchise Academy does. So <laughs> so um, I'm really excited because I have my wife's favorite franchise, which is uh, Amazing Last Studios. And the CEO, Stephanie Ha, is with us today. And we're going to talk about the category leader in eyelash extensions. Um, I don't have any myself, <laughs> but <laughs> you never know what could happen. It is 2021. And, um, and I like to accessorize, so you never know. <laughs> so Stephanie, welcome to the Franchise Academy. Ah, thank you, Tom. And love hearing that your that your wife is a fan. Yes, she is. And um it's it's become, I don't want to use the word obsession, but um yes. the thing about it, what I've noticed, and I have a couple of friends who are female yeah. uh, and in the franchise world too. And once you get these lash extensions, like you can't not have them. There, there's no going back. There's uh, no going back. There isn't. Um, it is something that we hear time and time again. And actually, even I would say COVID even took it to a whole new level because when when things were shut down for a little bit and women couldn't get their eyelash extensions, it was one of those things they realized how much that they that they missed them. And it was one of the very first things when when those doors opened back up, uh, one of the first things that women started to try uh, or or started to do again. Yeah, right. And it's it's interesting. You know, obviously, a lot of men don't realize kind of the impact that this concept has. Uh, and it's great, you know, and you're going to talk about all the stuff of self-esteem, you know, all the stuff that's ah. that really is important for people. Um, and, and so it is absolutely wonderful. But before we get into all those details, tell us a little bit about you and how you ended up here at um, WellBiz Brands and the amazing yes, definitely. So I um, I started at uh, WellBiz Brands um, back in 2019. Um, so just a couple months before the pandemic uh, hit. And WellBiz Brands is for for those that maybe don't know, it's a health and beauty portfolio company. Um, it has five different uh, companies underneath it and over 800 locations. And I was brought on to. Uh, run and be the CEO of Fitness Together. And so did that, did that through the pandemic and then um, had the fortune of being able to take over as CEO of Amazing Lash. Um, Gosh, also, I can't believe we're still saying this, also still in the middle of uh, a pandemic. So I did that as of last year. (laughs) Right, right. The never-ending pandemic. The never-ending pandemic, yes. (laughs) What are the five brands now that you guys have? Yeah, so... 
It has fitness together, which is one-on-one personal training, um, elements massage, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of in the the health and wellness space. And then we've created a whole beauty portfolio. So there's the Amazing Lash Studio and then Dry Bar was one of our recent acquisitions here in April, May timeframe. So it's the hair blowouts. And then um, Lunchbox Wax is one we just acquired here two months ago. So very nice. much uh, taking our taking our stake from waxing hair and eyelashes. So yeah, wow, that's that's brilliant. I love it. Um, you know, I've known Elements for years. Elements Massage, uh, therapeutic massage, great concept, great leadership, and uh, of course, your your company and your leadership is fantastic. Fitness Together um, is a powerhouse that is kind of underrated. People don't know it as well, but They've been around probably at least two decades that I know of, if not yeah. longer. So, 20, yeah, twenty five years. Been been around twenty five years, and uh, the the common kind of theme throughout all the WellBiz portfolio brands is there. It's female centric, membership based model, it's high income. So, uh, what Fitness Together is, it's it's one on one personal training um, in your own private private suites. So if you've ever gone and worked out at a gym before and you are standing and you're lifting weights next to some guy who is like 18 years old and he's squatting like, you know, hundred pounds, 200 pounds, 300 pounds, and you have your little dumbbells. Um, it's, it's for those who are, who are maybe self-conscious to go into the gym and instead they get to go into their own little room with just their, their, their personal trainer. That's brilliant. And of course that works for COVID. So, um, for sure. So that's great. Love that idea. So when, um, did the amazing last studio begin? Yes. So it's such an interesting story. It start. it actually started the category. So eyelash extensions are, are they're the, the semi-permanent eyelash extensions are relatively new. So it started in 2010 it's this this great story of this couple, Edward and Jessica, who came over from Vietnam. She was actually doing medical device sales. And on the side, she started playing around with eyelash extensions. And this is going to remind you of a little bit of pandemic, but most of the female nurses and doctors are wearing masks and they can't wear makeup. Um, and so she started applying these eyelashes and they absolutely loved them. And so Edward, her husband, was like, okay there's something here. And so they opened up a 800 square foot teeny little place in this like little strip mall. And there was a line outside the door. And that's when Amazing Lash started. And they, they, they knew that they, they were onto something. And then also this new category of eyelash extensions. Yes, absolutely. Um, I didn't know that story. That, that's amazing. And so how many units do you guys have now? We now have 260 plus units, which is just wow, just crazy. And it's um, I always say that I'm I'm a Midwest girl, so I'm from Iowa. And mm-hmm. what always ends up happening is like the coasts always get things first. New York, where you're at, so New York gets it. The West Coast gets it. Um, but you know, this category is no longer, even though new, no longer a fad. And also in the Midwest gets it. Um, yes. And so we are, we have um, lots of studios that are opening up across, yes, both coasts, but also in, in the middle of the country. How did you guys handle the pandemic? Um, you know, obviously it's one-on-one, you're in a room with somebody. So I know you guys came back pretty strong, but tell us a little bit about your experience. Yeah. So gosh, if I like 
again, rewind, which Tom, it's amazing to rewind all the way 18 months back when things were starting to, to close down. And I'd say the, you know, being a part of a larger, well, yes, Amazing Lash is big with 260 studios, but being a part of Wellbiz that has, you know, over 800 studios on it. Um, there was a couple of things that we were able to do very quickly for these business owners. So if you remember back, you know, months and months, there was just communication around creating a whole safety team. Um, none of us knew what to do, what not to do on it. So we still have the whole safety committee. Um, and then it, at first, it was very much about cash flow. So how do we survive because things are shut down? And what do you do from a cash flow standpoint? Uh, real estate and your rent is your number one fixed expense um, from a, for us and probably for a lot of franchise franchisees. Sure. Um, and so we had a whole we have a whole real estate team that was working with all the landlords to get you know rent abatement and and all that. Um, we also have our own distribution center. It's called Wave. So if you also kind of rewind back then. It was hard to get gloves. It was hard to get disinfectant. It was hard to get all that. Um, and so Wave normally is supplying eyelashes and adhesive and all that, but they pivoted um, to be able to get all that PPE that the, that the franchise really needed. Um, so that was to like start with. Uh, but then if you then move on and kind of what we were talking about in the very beginning is that... Um, the resiliency and the loyalty to Amazing Lash actually made it, I should make my job sound harder than it really is <laughs> on it, but actually made it really easy. Um, as soon as things started to open back up, there was so much pent up demand um, and all um, you know, the members are, were, were wanting to, to come back and get their eyelashes. So yeah. I feel super fortunate that, that we, are, we are back to our you know, pre-COVID from a, from a membership-based standpoint. That's amazing. amazing. It is. Not, not to uh, coin a, <laughs> I'm coining a phrase. It's amazing lash, but, um, <laughs> but it, it's really um, to come back so soon is, is great news. So I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. The, so the, um, I was going to ask about your perspective now. If, so a lot of people that, that I'm talking to as a franchise consultant are, saying, well, like, I really want to get out of my job or, you know, I don't want to commute anymore. I would like to open up a franchise. Do you think that this is a good, good time now to be thinking about getting into your own thing? Oh, of course. And you're, I mean, gosh, you're so hitting on it. I, the, I suppose if we're always trying to find silver linings during the pandemic, mm. one of them was that it all of a sudden provided people with, with flexibility in their, in their lives that they hadn't had before. And as they're starting to go back to in-person working these nine to five jobs, they are, are realizing that, gosh, and they're rethinking what's important to them. Um, so rethinking um, one, the flexibility, but just things that they have within their, their own lives. Um, and then also, Okay, maybe they do want to be an entrepreneur, but want the but maybe want the support. And this is where the benefit comes in of, of franchising, of is that gosh, you get to have that flexibility, kind of have your own destiny, destiny, destiny. Cannot say that word for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with with having with having the support and uh, the playbooks and um, all of that, I feel like gosh more so than ever. Um, and, and one of the things I'd say on Amazing Lash that maybe provides even another layer is I, I mentioned that across WellBiz, we're membership-based models. 
And what a membership-based model does for you, and what we very much saw during a pandemic, is it's a steady cash flow. Mm-hmm. You can very much see, um, figure out what your capacity is. But then for the consumer marketer in me, you have now taken something and you've made it part of her routine. So rather than it is on her list of, oh gosh, yeah, that's right. I do need to go back to the hair salon or I should go to the dentist. When you have a membership-based model where they're coming in every two weeks, you don't have to constantly be reminding her to come back in. It's just, it's just her routine. Right. And it's um, tied to the thing that I heard was your eyelashes essentially fall, fall out every two weeks or so. Is that right? It is such an, yes. So on average, well, you're, when you're young, you have 120 lashes on each eye. Unfortunately, Tom, as you get to be in your 30s or 40s or 50s, you start having less eyelashes. Um, but you're, you're completely right. Your natural lash falls out about five a day. So about every two weeks, you need to go back in. Um, in order to to maintain that look. So um, it is a lovely business model um, that you have that you they fall in love with it. And then once they fall in love with it, they need to come back in as opposed to other services that are out there that you don't have to come back in. Like when I was doing personal training, like, yes, you should. <laughs> yes, you should come back in to be healthy. Um, but there's not something that's forcing you to come back in in, in, a, in a period of time. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, you know, having that built in component is huge, especially for someone who's making a transition, you know, from a job and a steady paycheck to, to have a, you know, that kind of built in membership model. It's, it's gold. It really is. You have money in the bank every month and, and it's repeatable and, you know, it's just takes the stress off. Um, so, so I love that idea. So what is a temporary lash? Is it like a strip of lashes you're putting on somebody's eyelid? Um, no, this is where it's I'm a, setting you up because I know what the answer is, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you knowing all this stuff about eyelash extensions. <laughs> so this is where our stylists, they're cosmetologists and they're estheticians. Um, at, however, they don't learn how to put on eyelashes in, in school. We teach them how to do it. Uh-huh. And it is, they're very much artists. And what it is, is that they're literally taking one single lash and putting it on each one of your natural lashes, or they could be putting on three because people like volume. <laughs> so sometimes they're putting three lashes on one lash. Sometimes they're putting six lashes on one lash. Really? Um, and there's also a science behind it with the different types of adhesive that you put on and also understanding the guests. Cause this is also where it goes. As you get older, your lashes become weaker. So understanding can my lash here hold what we call a 3d, a 60. And Oh my goodness, Tom, we are testing on the coast right now. Eight D it's called eight D and 10 D. So like, Big lashes. Wow. <laughs> it, it's, and it is, you know, fabulous because you have to use that word. Um, oh. it, it does look fabulous. Um, you know, again, I'm just from personal experience. My, my wife is obsessed and now her friends and it's um, such a great it, thing. It's one of those things where transformation is what you hear on it. Given you could go buy an expensive cream for $150 that you put on your face. And yes, it'll, it'll feel good. And it's probably, it is good for you on it, but it doesn't have that same like before and after there's the instant gratification that you get when you have your, have your eyelashes. And it, it was cute when I first got it. 
my, my little girl who is, um, 10 years old, she's like, Oh, mommy. She's like, your eyes sparkle now. And I was thinking, well, mommy's really tired. So that is really amazing that my (laughs) eyes look like they're sparkling right now. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. That's amazing. And so you say that, and now I, I automatically think, should we have, you know, little girl birthday parties in the studio? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, they would have, they would have so much fun. So much yeah. fun. <laughs> maybe, maybe 10 is too young, but I don't know. 15. Oh, there sorry. you go. There you go. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to look into that for our, our, our next, uh, our next revenue stream. <laughs> right. Right. And, and so talking about next revenue streams, what's next for amazing last studios. Yes. So I think one of the interesting things during the, the pandemic is it, it made us look to say like, okay, what, what are we known for and what is what makes us different? And it can be very easy to start being like, okay, we need to add on new products and new services. But Tom, we just went through saying how amazing eyelashes are, but 91% of women have never actually tried eyelash extensions before. And our bread and butter and what's in our name is eyelashes. And so very much one of the, the biggest things that, that we realized during this time, and even more so than ever, is that it all comes down to the stylist. And as I was, it, we're in a people-based business um, and, it, and you're seeing it as people are not able to get employees back to work for them. And at the end of the day, what we're providing for, we have 3,000 stylists for cosmetologists and estheticians at Amazing Lash and now across WellBiz with those other brands, we have 12,000 stylists. We know what makes them tick. We know how to recruit them. We know how to retain them. Um, But more importantly is that a lot of these women, so they're for the most part, it's 98% women that are our stylists. And it's usually their very first job. You know, they're 19, 20 years old. um, And they're looking at this very much as a job. And what we're providing is saying, this can be a career. And there's actually unlimited possibilities. And they, their brains aren't even thinking of that yet like, uh, on it. I don't know if you have, have children, but depending like where, where they're at on it. And so we're being able to show them that they can uh, hone in on their craft and become a master stylist. They can actually go down the business path if they all of a sudden see like, oh, wait, I want to maybe be a manager or I maybe even want to be a, a franchisee and owner, which we have paths for that too. Um, so by very much focusing on being the employer choice and taking care of our employees and our stylists, I know that that will then take care of the guest. And that is really what we are are focusing on at Lash. No, that's amazing. And it's, you know, not, not to talk about another company, but it's kind of like the McDonald's philosophy. Yeah. Where, you know, you could start as a, you know, cashier flipping burgers and you could be a franchise owner and you can have multiple franchises over time. That's the beauty of franchising that people don't really think about. Um, moreover, when you're opening up a studio, like a lash lounge, you're creating jobs in the community. And and I think that's a really big thing that, that, you know, it's not just for the franchise owner that's making that transition from, you know, signing the back of the paycheck to signing the front of the paychecks for everybody else, but it's, it's that job creation and, and doing that whole, you know, having that job, the, the, the kind of tax engine, you know, producing that tax base. So I, I could talk about that all day long. I think that's really important. <laughs> um, so how does, well, you know, I, I love businesses that are in a portfolio kind of set up like you guys are. What benefits are you seeing as a CEO 
of one brand under the umbrella of WellBiz? Yeah. So um, we call it the WellBiz Advantage, and it, it very much um, has this shared platform. So it there's so many more resources that we're able to get. There's a certain level of talent that we're able to get. Sure, we'd still be able to do get some of that with 260 studios. Um, but with 800 and now 30 studios that we have across the WellBiz portfolio, that scale provides a whole nother level of talent. So some like examples is that we have a whole learning and development team who are creating all the resources, who've studied adult, adult learning. So that's one of the benefits of getting into franchises. Like we're, we'll teach you, we'll teach you how to do it. Yes, you can write a playbook. Um, but writing a playbook and getting a big operations manual on how to do something is not how adults learn. Um, and so we have a whole team that puts together everything, you know, for you and across the across the system. Um, everything from a from a technology platform standpoint, you need scale on that. Uh, I mentioned, you know, earlier we have our own distribution center um, that uh, scales across, and so we can get things at a lower cost and lower price point to be able to pass on to to the owners. So it's mm-hmm. it's resources, it's savings, um, and it's the level of talent that you actually get to. Yeah. I love that. Would you say that your franchisees are skewed towards more female owners than we are? We're about half and half um, on it. Yeah. So, and then we do get a lot of, I think exactly what you're saying. We get a lot of husband wife couples. Okay. Where it's the it's the the wife, or we've even seen it daughter. Um, so uh, fathers and daughters that have gone in to business oh, wow. on it. So um, that's also uh, super rewarding to be able to see. So you know, what one thing that um, you know is not being mentioned, which I think is really important. Like you said, you have a ten year old daughter, so you're a yeah. CEO, you're a working mom. Yeah, you are. You know, you know. Superwoman. So it's really um, important to say, you know what, that this kind of brand, as opposed to some other brands that obviously are geared maybe more towards male, you know, and that today you really can't say that. But my long winded point is that here at this, at all five brands that you guys have, you could empower women in business ownership. Yes. And that's a big platform for the franchise academies that we're trying to um, help with diversification, females, you know, minorities to get into business ownership, because this is kind of the hand up as opposed to a handout. Yeah. <laughs> so to really help people uh, grow in, in a business ownership experience. And um, so you guys are doing great with that. And I appreciate that. I just want to point that out. Oh. Well, it's a, it's a personal passion of mine. So, um, women empowerment and confidence is, is something that is always been something that I've been, that I was passionate about. However, of course, once I had my two girls, I have a 12 year old and 10 year old, it just went to the next level. Um, and wanting to be able to provide the, the same opportunities for them. And in their mind, they, they don't think differently. The number of CEO, female CEOs that are across in business is very, very small. And even within the beauty industry, which is, is it's female, the, the, the workers that are working are female, the consumers female, yet it's a very small, small percentage. Um, but in their mind, it's like, of course, mommy is CEO. Of course, women are, are CEO. And 
I, um, I, I don't know if it, but during when on very first days of school, you know how like kids share their little signs that are like, I'm starting seventh grade and I want to be blank when I grow up. Um, so my one daughter who's in seventh grade, she's like, I want to be a CEO when I'm, when I grow up. So love hearing that. My other daughter is wants to run her own restaurant, hairstyle salon, and then give it all back to the homeless. <laughs> love that too. <laughs> right. <laughs> on it. Um, but it is. The, the platform we now have uh, from a women empowerment standpoint is pretty incredible. As, as I was mentioning, across uh, WellBiz, we have 12,000 stylists that are 98% female. Um, so if I can be able to show those stylists that there, there is a job, there's a career for them, there's possibilities, um, we teach them skill sets on how to have difficult conversations because they need to with clients, um, but it also helps them in their personal life. We help them with like, how do you look at your paycheck? How do you save? Um, so if you can teach them financial savviness, um, that, oh that also helps, awesome. helps, helps, like helps set them up to be, there are you, you know, always choices. So it, it is something very much that, um, amazing lash it is, is all about. So, wow. That's yeah. awesome. That is great news. Love that stuff. And, and this is the power of franchising is that you can have a job where all these resources are behind you. When I was a franchisee, um, my first franchise was a smoothie franchise based in Denver where WellBiz is. And um, I had no idea how much was going on in the background of the franchise industry with 4,000 franchises, the International Franchise Association. We have lobbying. We have like all sorts of stuff. Um, and I, you know, I'm just there like serving smoothies. I had no idea. And, and it's, so it's interesting to be able to share that not only, you know, with, the, with your franchisees, cause they probably don't realize what's going on in the bigger picture. Um, and the, and the international franchise association is trying to recruit, um, you know, franchisees to be involved, not just franchisors, which is powerful, but also to let the employees know like what's going on. Like this is big and you could, never leave franchising for your whole entire career. Yes. Yes. You know, you can do all sorts of things in franchising. So, um, so that's the power uh, of the whole thing. So for you, what are five things um, that you wish someone told you before you started in your career and, and why? Yes. Yes. So um, very much prioritize. So gosh, it, I especially women probably say yes, yes, yes. And um, you need to be able to be able to say no. And actually it is, it is easier to say yes um, than to really strategically think through what's important. And, mm. and so be able to say no on things, be authentic. So figuring out, and of course, when you're early in your career, you're trying to figure out who you are. But as soon as you start feeling like you're trying to be someone else, I started off in investment banking in the finance world and I was the only female and I, I was trying to fit in to, and not be um, my, my, my true self. And that, that's exhausting. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> On it. Um, and then it is very much make mistakes. So this is the whole progress over perfection. 
it, gosh, this, this, this happens whether or not you work in the corporate world, whether or not you're an entrepreneur, wherever you're at, in order to have growth, like if you're terrified of making mistakes, you're, you're never going to learn something new. Um, I'd much rather, I tell the team all the time, I would much rather them make mistakes, pivot, learn from it and, and, and move on than try to make everything so perfect. So throw, throw out perfection. Um, and then the last one is, Oh gosh, have fun. <laughs> it is, this is where it kind of maybe ties back to trying to find, find your purpose on it. Like life gets too long, too exhausting. If you're doing something that, that is stressful. So I think that's five. Did I count right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't close know. I have four. I have four. I think I have um, four. Give me one more. Five. I'll give Come you on. one more. I'll give you, you one more. So this is actually, <laughs> this is actually the most important, especially as you become not that individual contributor, um, but find the right people. It's your team that makes you successful. Oh, wow. uh, and I'd say as, especially as, as new franchisees or new owners, they might be coming from a job where they were more the individual contributor versus managing a whole entire team. And it's, it, at the end of the day, it's your team. It's your team that you need to build up and it's your, um, and finding those right people will make, make all the difference. Well, that's fun. Are there any, um, books that you've read recently that you would recommend that really you thought was great? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, you say you've written the word recently and I'm like, oh gosh, I go back to some, and I can't believe I'm going to call these classics because it's probably like 10 years old uh, on it. Um, uh, Simon Sinek, um, start with why rocked my world 10 years ago. And I, it just, I think right now, Tom, especially in this middle of this pandemic, like finding your purpose, finding your business purpose and gosh, with millennials and Gen Z right now on it, th they want a purpose and, and they're going to demand it. Yeah. Um, and so for your company to be able to, and, and for you personally, so I, I go back to that one. So I know it's not recent, but man. Love the stuff he puts out. <laughs> That's so cool. I literally just recommended Start With Why this past Monday, oh. um, two days ago. Or no, yesterday. Oh, so, oh. yes. Oldie but goodie. For so oldie but, yeah. And it's, and it's literally, you know, 10 is really not. When you say oldie but goodie, I think about Think and Grow Rich and things like yeah. that. You know, um, 100-year-old books. Yes. And, which are timeless. So that that is awesome. Are there any... Um, like phone apps or anything that you use to help your day as a CEO? Oh gosh. I uh, honestly, the apps drive me insane. <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> okay. I, I don't, I have so many, I, oh my gosh, like it drives my husband crazy. I, I probably have a hundred apps on here and I use them for a teeny bit. And then like, so I wish there was something that I know I'm, I'm like an old fashioned, like write my stuff, my to-do list, you know, mm -hmm. on, on, paper. On, on, on paper and it helps to stick in my brain. And that also helps me from a prioritization standpoint. I started to do everything digitally before and it's, you can write it. You can just keep make your list a hundred long. If I'm going to spend the time to like write it out, I have to really think through what's important. What do I want to focus on? So and, and there is something about literally writing. Yeah. And, and uh, I often use a pencil when I'm doing my to-do list because there's something to that too. Yeah, so you can. Um, I should but, start using a pencil, Tom. I use a pen and then I'm crossing things, so I, erasing would be better. Yeah. <laughs> I'll switch to a pencil. There you go. <laughs> and then they got some really nice pencils you could buy. I'm like really into that for some reason. <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's just a great thing. So cool. Any, um, any parting words? Or actually, one last question, if you, if you don't mind. I want to know 
Is there any myths that you would bust regarding franchising or, um, you know, the industry that you're in um, that uh, comes to mind now? Uh, you know, that that's a hard one. I was, um, it, I think a lot of times people still think of franchising as that it's the restaurant industry. Right. And the, gosh, franchising is so much more broad than that. And there's so many other things. And that's what's great about your show is that you're you're showing and, and shining a light on that there's so many different things to, for you to be able to figure out what your pa- whatever your passion is, you probably can find a franchise that, that has to, that, to do with what that, what that passion is. So I'd say that's maybe one, one myth. Yeah. And, and you're so right. 90 industries under the franchise umbrella, as far as I could count. So um, it is amazing. So Stephanie, just want to thank you. How could um, people find out more about you and uh, Amazing Lash Studios? Yes. So go to amazinglashstudio.com. Um, and on there, you can click on owning a studio and, and find out all, all about us or come uh, find a location near you to get your, get your eyelashes done. Yeah, that's a good way to start. Go to go to the store uh, local and and get your eyelashes done and see For if you sure. like the concept. Experience it firsthand. That's awesome, and all that information will be on thefranchiseacademy.com. So check that out. And Stephanie, I just want to thank you a million. Just thank you for being on the show. Such great information for the listeners. So I know you're really crazy busy, and so I just appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Tom. It was really fun. Well, thank you, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Bye. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.